For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is Tom and Bach, coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I think today is probably overall the best practice I've been a part of in Nebraska. Jake Bakoven. I think we had our best week of practice ever again. So if our goal is to get better day by day, it's been a good week. Tom and Bach starts now. This is Tom and Bach, DP, sitting in for Tom uh, today and Monday. Uh, Tom is uh, partying. He's having fun down in Florida, so uh, good for him. By the way, we didn't have Sean Callahan today. He's also... I don't, I don't. He might be a business or pleasure. I didn't ask him, but he's also traveling. So uh, maybe we'll catch up to Sean uh, next week as well. Um, but we did have uh, Tanya Taki on to talk about Husker volleyball. I think that went very well, as it always does with Tanya. And we're excited for the matchup tomorrow. I get my schedule confused here. Uh, tomorrow is the matchup with Texas. But you get a chance to send them home. Uh, and then later on, we have uh, the Bland chef, Evan Bland, <laughs> coming on uh, to speak. Uh, all, all, all Husker football, basketball, even volleyball topics. I'm sure uh, we can get plenty out of him. Uh, but for now, uh, I wanted to thank uh, somebody on uh, on, the, on YouTube, on, as our in StreamYard here has, uh, has added a comment here. It says, Bach the Natural is darn good at this sports talk stuff. I appreciate that. And that really balances out what we got off the text line from Craig that says, <laughs> shut up, Bach, you're a moron. <laughs> that is... That is- those are usually the the spectrums we get. Yes. That, uh, we have those that like us and those that don't. And I'm okay with it because guess what? We have the microphones. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll we'll have, keep talking. We have the microphones. That's how that works. And it's it's good. You know, for a while, is when I started this industry, I wanted to be liked and all that stuff. But after a while, you realize that your favorite, like, the reason why I really love Colin Cowherd is because I hated him at one point in time. I just did not agree with some of his takes. I started listening and listening. And then the more I listened, I kind of started to agree with some of his stuff and then realized that I was intrigued by the stuff I disagreed with. And so there you go. You don't want to, you know, you don't want just somebody to say all your opinions and not disagree with you at all, then you feel like you don't have a personality or an opinion. We, we fully accept that everybody listening knows more about everybody who has a microphone. <laughs> That's right. That is the world that we, we live in, that everybody's an expert, whether they've done the thing or not, whether they actually know the thing or not. They're all experts. That's and, right. And we're just here to facilitate their opinions. <laughs> <laughs> but we do like your opinions here on the on the. No, on we're just here. To <laughs> facil- like, that's why we're here. That's why we have the text line so that we can be smarter as well. So you guys continue to inform us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I will say this: you guys have different opinions as well. So it's pretty. It's- well, no, no, my, that's one of my favorite John. <laughs> that's one of my favorite John Thompson quotes. Well, that was an opinion. <laughs> 
That was an opinion. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can't, can't stop that. <laughs> that was an opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we're, we're going to continue to have fun here uh, and, uh, and and talk about something I wanted you guys to, to actually do hit us up on the text line, 402-464-5685. Or if you're watching us uh, on YouTube or Twitch or or, or Facebook, you know, comment on there too. We'll we'll try to uh, pick apart your comments here because I want to know if you guys are interested in a yearly series with Colorado. I know for years and years it's been the idea that you would that ideally for Nebraska fans you'd like to play Oklahoma. Of course, that series is going um, Oklahoma. The Sooners will be coming to Lincoln next year. I can't wait for that. Of course, um, you could probably have a little bit more hype coming into it if Nebraska had uh, been on a good path. You know, it's, but it'll be interesting next we year. We don't. We we won't know who anybody. On Oklahoma's <laughs> on team. either team, really. Like, right? We were just going to sit here and go, well, that, we're, we're here for the logos. Yes. Like, we're here for the logos. We don't know the players. We don't know the coach. Like, we won't know. Oh, look, Oklahoma's playing in you. <laughs> well done. Yeah. And there's been some hope for some time that maybe Spencer Rattler would be playing for Nebraska or Adrian Martinez would be playing for Oklahoma. I don't know if those things are playing People out. People got heated yesterday. We started to, Somebody texted it. Wow, Rattler, Rattler's. That's where the players, the coaches are all there. They're they're trying to get Rattler, and I'm like, okay, uh, when we get him, we'll celebrate. Yeah, some of us, because some yeah. of us don't want Rattler, and they'll celebrate if he doesn't come. Like, yeah, it's can we just wait? Oh man, this split fan base. I I think for I think it was when they brought Scott Frost back. I think part of it was to unite everybody, right? Because the fl- fan base was split. I don't think it's helped. <laughs> I think this fan base is still very split. Um, and how couldn't you be? I mean, that's what that's what those type of seasons do. To quote the Osmonds, just like a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> this fan base is just like a yo-yo, man. Sling it. Yep. Hit the extreme. Come on back. <laughs> yeah. There'll be some pain involved, but we'll stay. We'll keep doing it. I, yeah, I, I, I again. I we we nobody knows what next year will look like. No, like the, the, there are no experts to this. We don't know who's going to be playing. We're not sure who all the coaches are. We 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 don't know who's coming back. We don't know who's leaving. We don't know. We don't know who's healthy. We don't know. So. Yeah, let's just sit here and speculate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've even saw like, my friend uh, and former former host here, Lanny Holstein, was trying to convince himself Nebraska was going to start. I don't can't remember what he said, six and zero, something like that. And I said, well, they, they won three this year, so to start any season off, whatever streak they're going to get, that's going to be tough. Um, but we can convince ourselves; we can have fun in the off season doing it. Um, but I did want to mention this too, like like I was saying. Um, Nebraska or, or the Big Ten in the the Pac-12 have this alliance, this handshake agreement, um, kind of in reaction to Oklahoma and Texas going over to the SEC here in a few years. It looked like the SEC might just take over college football as we know it. So all th- these other conferences came together, and th- there's an idea right out there, kind of being discussed among commissioners, and the Pac-12 is all for it. They're kind of waiting for the Big Ten to decide if they want to do this thing, it, which would be have an annual matchup. I think ten games. Uh, between Pac-12 and Big Ten opponents, um, and and but but the idea would be to drop one of your conference games. So you go from nine conference games, with they, which they a lot of conferences switched to a few years ago, to eight, um, like the SEC has, uh, and then you would have your annual matchup with a Pac-12 opponent. I think that that's for what it's worth, just by itself, is kind of intriguing and, and interesting. Um, but 
a step beyond that is that this this as it's proposed right now could start in 2023 and Nebraska already has Colorado uh, scheduled for that year. They also have them scheduled for 2024, so there wouldn't be any mixing up of the schedule probably for Nebraska at that time, but it just begs the question should you extend that? If you're going to do this Big Ten, Pac-12 challenge, do you want to see different teams out of the Pac-12 every year? Or would you like to have an annual matchup with Colorado, one of the old rivalries that was taken down because, of course, Nebraska went off to the Big Ten and Colorado went off to the Pac-12. It could be renewed. Well, you, they, This is where I, I get confused. So if you're having a Big West champion, mm-hmm. right? so why don't those records within the Big Ten West – determine the Big Ten West. So it doesn't matter who the other folks from the East that you play each year. They would be a part of the schedule, but the your record within the Big Ten West would determine who won the Big Ten yeah, West. that's not a bad idea. Like I, I've been in these rooms, man, and I'm just telling you, sometimes logic totally misses the room. It would make real sense if the Big Ten West standings we're based on Big Ten West matchups. Yeah, because Iowa got in without any tough crossovers. That's why they got in this Right. Year. So if the, if it was based strictly on that, and then you go out and you could say from year to year, we're going to rotate two or three from the from the west from from the east, and then you go out and get your 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 pack your Pac twelve rival. And if you want to do that, I would also give folks the opportunity to do that because imagine Nebraska playing Utah. Close enough, right? Yeah. Close enough to get some rivalry out of it, have some value yeah. to it. Colorado, which you're familiar with and you understand it, but you don't want to – Colorado doesn't necessarily want to be matched up against Nebraska all the time. They might want to play Michigan. Remember, they had sure. some really good ball games back yeah. in the day. So I like the idea of the, of, the, of, the, of the rivalry, but I also like the idea that they get right the basic things that we need, which is create a true Big Ten West and true, true Big Ten East champion and then have those champions meet. doesn't matter if they play during the season. Don't particularly care. But have the West have a real winner, and then that way you can go out and make your money against Pac-12, ACC, SEC. Like yeah. I think like I, that's how I would bounce those individual games. I would have, just like they match up in basketball, I would have Nebraska playing somebody of equal talent and level from the ACC, somebody from equal talent and level from the SEC, like wh- whoever the number seven team is in the SEC, that's who Nebraska gets. Whoever the number seven team in the ACC, that's who Nebraska gets. And then whoever the number seven team is from the Pac- Pac-12 conference. Yeah, ha- but, be pretty pretty flexible. You're saying as far as a year out, right, you can like, schedule I mean, these things, right? Like this would it would actually make it more intriguing. Yeah, and then you have your. I mean, because the idea behind it would wouldn't just be it kind of like we do with the Big Ten ACC Challenge, um, which is there is a, a winner every year. It doesn't go on to mean a whole lot once you get to conference play or the tournament. But for that competition, it's kind of cool between the athletes. They follow uh, their their fellow conference opponents. They kind of cheer for them, hope that they can win so that their conference can look better. And if you did this not just between those two conferences, but if, you know a few others get going, I mean that could really have some stakes for the college football playoffs once you get there. This is how you make it better. Challenge. Yeah, is that if the if if the Big Ten if Nebraska sees an SEC team that is supposed to, that is in the same place in their conference, it'll let you know. Yeah. Hmm, hey, either we're on par or we're not. Right. Yeah. If you can go match up against the Pac-12 conference and Nebraska gets to play Washington State or Oregon State, right, or Stanford or Cal or whoever it is, you then have some perspective for what's happening out there. 
Yeah. Right. You can and stop it, bickering about who's got the better depth and the bottom of the conference and all that. It also helps you recruit in those areas. So if you're going to recruit in Pac-12 country, it makes sense for you to go out and play Cal. It makes sense for you to go out and play Stanford. Right. Because those yeah. people see you and you can go, hey, here's a point of reference. We're playing a similar type of football. We have some space in this thing. But, yeah, I think the first thing to get started was the Big Ten West. Get that done right. And then all the other stuff. Because then it removes the, that discussion that Nebraska has. Well, we never get balance of schedule. Well, no. Your, 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 your division title will matter, and it will be honest and legit that all you have to do is beat these teams in order to get in. And if you do that, then you can go talk about all the other stuff. But the Big Ten West needs to be a thing. I would, I would love to see that. And we'll get back to this, uh, to this discussion here in a second. I did want to ask you this real quick. It's been a while. <laughs> I mean, they started the West and East, uh, I think, in 2014, and since then, not one West team has has won the division. Do you think that they need to reshuffle the deck at all? Do you think, especially if Michigan goes on to win a national championship, then you have two, you know, national. Cha- you have your flagship programs. I mean, I, I suppose it's already that way now. But on the East side of the division, that's the point. It, it's very loaded. The Big Ten East uh, is 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 just. It's just it's got the, the names. It's, it's just it's the, the East. It's, it's the East. If you, if you, if you, if, look, that's a statement to the teams that are out West. You know what? Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Get better. I get better. It is, but it's it's the problem is it was always stacked against you. It was built different. I'd I'd love to say and, and see those teams get better, but you have Penn State and Michigan and Ohio State and Michigan State on one side of the division. So it was just kinda it it, it was built for the East to, to have the advantage at the time in 2014, and it hasn't changed, and I don't think it's going to change. Those are programs of power. Those are those are name brand programs. The Big Ten West is is so interesting in that it's kind of got its own brand of football, and that's what I like about it. Um, but you kind of hesitate to should should Nebraska ph- philosophically go to a Big Ten West team type of team if it would win the division, but not knowing the long term of you know. How how much is is this? How stable is this thing? Is there going to be different divisions uh, in the future? Um, you know, simplify it. Simplify it. If it's the West for what it is, then you have to win the West. Like that's that's in your pyramid of the things you need to do. You need to win the West. You need to figure out how to win the West. But my point is for the West. It's it's just the Big Ten in general. Take Nebraska out of it. If I'm Kevin, you know, if I'm the Big Ten commissioner, Kevin Warren. And do I look at it and say this thing's just not balanced? And it, it hasn't been that, for. Why be, would you say that? Because they've won, I think, eight straight, whatever the number is. No, but that means that the teams in the West haven't gotten better. 
but but Wisconsin's been really good for the better part of two decades. But they're just not like they're just not quite that good so, to so be they, in the so, East. So they have they need to get better. They do. Like, don't make it a participation trophy. Have the teams in the West look. If I know that I have to target Wisconsin and Iowa, and I have to face them down every year, face that. Now you can swap it up and and mix it all up, but then you have you risk the opportunity of making Ohio State Michigan, which is the game of all college football games, a less than game. You right. don't want to do that. There's no value in that. That's that's you shooting. But maybe your throw ball. Penn State, Michigan State over. Trade for but, but, Illinois but, but, but and Purdue or something. But why? Try to balance that out a little bit more. You, know, you know, you think Ohio State cares who's in their division? I don't think it's not Ohio State that I'm worried about. It's the West. It's the it's the it's the unbalance. It's the fact that Penn State and Michigan State, especially with what Michigan State just has done as far as uh, the money they've put into Mel Tucker, they've just they've got a higher ceiling or an easier path to get better than maybe Northwestern or Illinois. Nebraska has the opportunity. To get good enough to win the, in the, the Big Ten West, like that's the focus. That should be the focus, and to step on whoever's in the Big Ten West, that's the focus. But I'm not again. I'm not looking from Nebraska's perspective. I'm Look, looking at okay, a so Big if you're Ten Wisconsin, perspective. So if you're if you're the Big Ten conference, there is value in having Nebraska and Iowa as that Black Friday game. There's value in that. There's value in having Nebraska and Wisconsin on a regular schedule each year. But there's be value in having Nebraska and Penn State every year. Is there value in Nebraska having Rutgers? Is there is there value in Nebraska having Maryland? No. That that's my point. The league will play itself out. I don't want to manipulate the league so that it it benefits. What you want it to be is a blanket uniform plan where everybody has the opportunity to improve, get better and win the win their division. But ex- but the how, how much how much uh, how much potential does Rutgers have within their division compared to if they were in the West? If Rutgers you know, got Maryland better, the same way. Rutgers has to get better, just like they got better in basketball. But just it's like easier get to basketball. get better with an oper- if you're not in that division. That's tough. No, it's not. Then you're not good enough. But it's but can't you acknowledge that it's been built unequally? I mean, from the beginning, is that you when you put Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State and Michigan State all in one division, and then the other side doesn't have they have Nebraska, which is the traditional blue blood that hasn't held up their end of their conversation. They have Wisconsin, who's kind of that traditional ten and two team that can't quite compete with Ohio State. You know, I, I just think that it was from the beginning. I loved this is coming from a Legends and Leaders fan. Nebraska, when they when they were pitched to come to the conference, they joined the conference. They had annual games against Michigan and Michigan State and a crossover game every year with Penn State. A couple years later you're thrown to the West and I wasn't even you know, I was in there too. Now you're kinda you're kind of brought down a level. I'm upset as a Nebraska fan that I don't get those annual battles with Michigan and Penn State and Michigan State, which was a developing rivalry, and I kinda had to change that to these you know, Illinois and Purdue, uh, which were part of the I think Illinois was in the legends. I have to go back and remember, but Purdue was certainly brought over. Um, so I, I just in my mind, it's I, I understand the competitor in you wants to say just get better, but it's not built equally. Um, and it never was. <laughs> OK, so here's here's. Where the rubber meets the road for me. It's competition. Right. And everybody knows and works from the same rules. Same rules of recruiting, same rules of fundraising, same rules for facility. They play by the same rules. So everybody has an opportunity to get good enough so that all of the teams are good. 
all at the same level. Parity. That's the word people right. Parity, right? If parity actually exists, then why would I want to change simply because some teams are better than others and more of the better teams are in the other conference? That happens in the NFL all the time. It but happens the in the NBA all the. But the time. NFL's built to like you know you get you do bad you get a great draft pick. The the, the college football's built if you're Ohio State year after year you get the top five recruiting class and if you're on the West I mean that's why it's Nebraska not built wins the that West. Ohio recruiting. State does that. It's not built that way. It is all Ohio the way State built. does that. Ohio State has built that for themselves. But it's not. But everybody's done that throughout like generations, right? The best teams get the best recruits, and why wouldn't it be? Who, who's so the Big Ten conference is at fault because Ohio State gets the best recruits? The Big Ten's at fault for making this lopsided division from the beginning. So should they just be under one league, one conference? They could do that too and just kind of play okay. around, Robin. So, right. But I, I just, I just don't feel like there's much hope for the West. I do like the one thing I do like about it is that there's a very th- these teams are all kind of similar. They're kind of the same type of brand of football and so you know maybe you can you can it's kind of fun to see who's the best team among those type of teams I just I just for my mind I think that they need to go back to the drawing board I mean there's there's other times I mean the Big 12 and sometimes it'll balance out but like when the Big 12 South had Texas and Oklahoma they won every year. The Big 12 South won every year. Um, you know, that I think that ACC's even been lopsided at times. But, I mean, and, and maybe it'll play itself out. I just think in the long term, it's not going to with the, with the brands that you have in the East um, versus what you have in the West. But uh, going back to this ACC, or excuse me, the Pac-12 um, in, in Big Ten Challenge, uh, which is proposed out there, might start by 2023. I wanted to get to your guys' reaction um, because I asked you if you wanted to play Colorado every year because that's interesting to me because Colorado was never Oklahoma, right? It was never that rivalry, but it kind of filled that place. And then once you went left to the to the Big Ten, you kind of missed Colorado. You kind of you got to acknowledge, okay, that rivalry was pretty good. Um, but I don't know if it's there enough that people would want to play them every year, or the benefits, like you've said, of playing at different spots. If you can go recruit in Utah and Cal and stuff like that. So um, some different uh, ideas here off of, of YouTube. Zach Malone says play Arizona every year. I'm pretty sure he's saying that because Arizona is terrible right now. Um, so he well, just I mean, wants you could to. With Kansas, you could do that with Kansas State if you had the freedom, right? You make the again, you make the Big West division its own with the sole purpose of the winner actually going on to play the, the Big Ten East. But in those other games, you can create rivalries, you can create revenue games, you can do all those things. And it seems to me like it would be pretty cool to have Nebraska play Kansas, Kansas State, yeah. Colorado, right? So you have the freedom. That gets you three other conferences. It gets you regional rivalries that make money for both programs involved. Like that's how simple it is. The the realignment thing. Look, you can do what you what the Big Ten can do it for football. What it does for 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 baseball and basketball. It's one division. It's one conference. Yeah. Right. And you just say, okay, you know, we'll 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 all play each other, and we're not gonna play anybody else, and we'll get our games in. Right. That's enough for your schedule. You don't have to worry about it. All the games will be revenue games because they're they're all matter, right? But is that what folks want? Do folks want to play a full Big Ten football conference schedule each year? Do you want that? 
I would love it, but I don't think people want it. I okay. don't think that the conference wants it. Again, okay. they're talking about going down from nine games to eight games so that they can get a, more of a non-con opponent in there. And, and a lot of that's reaction to the SEC. Remember, this whole nine-game conference thing kind of started because the SEC said, yeah, we'll go to the nine games. And everybody said, okay, we're going to nine games. And the SEC said, ah, never mind. We're not going to the nine games. It's too <laughs> tough to play in the SEC. Nine <laughs> games. What are you, crazy? It's like, you know, <laughs> I just want logic to, to be a part of the decision-making. Like, but just, we learned, especially throughout uh, you know, the COVID <laughs> trials, I suppose, is that logic and I guess just um, for those power conferences kind of to be together, you thought you kind of thought it was just a little bit more organized than what it, it turned out being, which is was something we kind of saw throughout the COVID season. Well, I mean, through, through all of it, you can fix, you can make subtle adjustments. The first thing for the Big Ten Conference is to give value to the schedule. Give value to the, like the, give purpose to the schedule. And if you want it to be authentic, then... It's it's a Big Ten conference. That's the beauty of what happened last year. Yeah, it was a grind to only have Big Ten conference games, but you actually got legitimate Big Ten conference champions. Like, there's no question who the best baseball team was in the Big Ten conference. Nebraska only only played in the conference, and they destroyed folks. So guess what? They were the best team in the conference, and there's not there's simplicity. Folks want to make it complicated to you know to suit narrative and otherwise, but you can be simple in hey, we're going to focus on the Big Ten West. Your record within the Big Ten West matters. Whoever wins that moves along. It also helps you with that end-of-season game that you want to have where you're getting number five from the East versus number five from the West. It's authentic. It's real. It's not based on a mixed-up schedule and confused. Like, you can get really funky and say, you know what, we're going to put four versus five in a second Big Ten conference crossover game. You could do that. It would make yeah. perfect sense, right? There's too much logic in play. People have thrown so much nonsense into the pool that we've missed the basic level non- uh, concept that you could have the division title mean something by making sure those teams play, the winner and the team with the best record within that. Then if you need a tiebreaker, then you go to the crossover. And then you include those games. Yeah, I love that idea. I, I think they should play within the division. That makes it a, a lot more fair, those unequal crossover games. So hopefully they get to that. And it's, it's just fascinating all together with the championship game. If you expand the playoffs, how much does it? I mean, is, it almost hurts to play those championship games if you're a championship team that's already in the playoff. Um, you know, Georgia and, and Alabama, you know, you kind of wonder what they're out there playing for. And they, you've already done that to a degree with the four, with what Georgia kind of went through. But, um, you know, it's... It, it would get even worse and maybe less meaningful, and I don't think that's the way you want to go when you're in, from a conference standpoint. I think you would still want those things to mean something, and maybe they could. I mean, maybe you'd still have that automatic invite or whatever if you expand the playoffs, um, but, you know, it, there'd just be cases where the other team's getting in, and it's kind of already known, so what are you playing for that game for? It, it, seeding, I guess, and, and bye week and all that stuff, but uh, I just I, I can't wait. Um, the college football is very much in flux. We'll have to see uh, what what's going to play out, but it's not going to look like the college football of old, of old that we know here in a couple of years, um, but uh, we're all along for the ride. We'll see. I think there's going to be a lot of tinkering and unintended consequences of that in different years, different routes. I kind of like what we have right now i don't think there's a whole lot you, you know usually there's not a whole lot more than four teams with a real uh, <laughs> you know resume that says they should be in there but other people want to expand and it'll sure be fun if they do to get those playoffs i just i don't know if it'll be mm, i don't know if it will help the ultimate goal of getting the best team let, to let play me blow your mind with a, with, a, with a thought and a concept what if the the, the big 10 schedule was actually the big 10 playoffs <laughs> so if you lose you're out no you play the you you play the playoff 
you save those three games and have playoffs. So everybody could actually win the Big Ten West. Even if you've had a bad season right. going You could in. actually win it. I don't know. It just depends on what you want. You t- t- to me, you if think you Nebraska lose- would have loved a, a Big Ten West playoff at the end of the season? I think they would have loved it. I don't think they would have deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my point is I don't know if you if you do that sort of thing, you're really taking away from the regular season mattering. And then week one and week two, doesn't matter if you're 0-2. You still got a shot. It doesn't really matter. It's going to be crazy. So it's going to be weird to see all this thing play out. I think mostly people have, uh, just looking at the text line, most, most people – um, would would not want a Colorado game every year within that Pac-12 Big Ten rivalry, which I think is the next step. I think that will happen. Um, they'd rather play Arizona, Arizona State, go to USC, different games rather than just have that one rivalry well, there. So a, that's interesting. A, send it McCallie, Southern California. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> and make sure it's in December, thank you very much. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Bring them back. Oh, Bring them back to Nebraska for a road trip. Yeah, fly, you leave the snow and you go. You go to the beach. Like, that's what I'm. I'm uh. So you just you just have a USC Nebraska rivalry game in December. But guess what? Uh. Sometimes it's in Nebraska. Well, that's okay too. That's gonna be fun. That would be amazing. that would be fun. USC is just like yeah. I don't I don't know if we really want. To I don't. They, they, they do that now. It's called Utah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. <laughs> They're familiar with it already. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I don't know if they'll sign up for an extra one. <laughs> uh, we better take a break. When we come back, uh, plenty more to talk about. Of course, just college football news left and right. Uh, Chip Kelly looked like he might go back to Oregon, so we'll kind of break that down, see if that's something we'd like to see. And where are the Heisman trophies? Where, where's the Heisman trophy once you get it? What do you do with it? ESPN did an article, so I'm sure you'll be interested where Mark Ingram keeps in Dominican Sue's Heisman. <laughs> we'll get to that next year on Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.